0: From 1st Timothy, St. Paul writes, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all men, for kings, and for all who are in high positions, that that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life, godly and respectful in every way. So St. Paul's telling us to pray for our elected officials. Got to pray for them that they govern with the fear of the Lord. See, we can't have them making, making laws that make things like abortion legal, homosexual marriage legal, make transgenderism legal, make marijuana legal. These things are not godly and they're not respectful read it one more time here I urge that supplications prayers intercessions and thanksgivings be made for all men for kings and for all who are in high positions that we may lead a quiet peaceable life godly and respectful in every way this is good and it is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior whose desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. It says, Who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. What is the truth? It's Jesus. That truth is contained in his church, in the deposit of faith, in his Catholic church. God desires that we come to a knowledge of the truth. truth is jesus the deposit of faith in his catholic church then it says there's one mediator between god and man now the protestants sometimes will poke fun at you at this one they'll pull this out of context and say hey you can't be asking mary and the saints to pray for you because the bible says there's one mediator between god and man the man christ jesus and yeah, the bible sure does say that but then again you got to go up a couple verses ahead of that and the bible tells you It urges you to make supplications, prayers, intercessions for all men. Which is exactly what Mary and the saints do. Mary and the saints aren't mediators. They're like mediator with the mediator. They're doing what we're doing. They're making prayers and intercessions for all men. So don't let a Protestant get away with plucking that one out of context. And saying, hey, can't ask Mary to pray for you. Oh, yes, you can. The Bible tells us to. St. Paul says, I urge that supplications and prayers and intercessions be made for all men. And Mary and the saints are members of the church just as we are. Even more so, they're in the church triumphant. Can't just pluck that out of context. You gotta take it into context. Also in that context, it says, God, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. The truth is contained in the Catholic Church that Jesus founded. It's called the deposit of faith. God desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Catholic truth. Truth is Jesus. Jesus has one church. Catholic church. Today's Gospels from Luke 7. After Jesus had ended all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. Now a centurion who had a slave who was dear to him, who was sick and at the point of death. When he heard of Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews, asking him to come and heal his slave. When they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying, He is worthy to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation, and he built us our synagogue. And Jesus went with them. When he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore I did not presume to come to you, but say the word, and let my servant be healed. For I am a man set under authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes. And to my slave, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled at him, and turned and said to the multitude that followed him, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave well. says jesus marveled at this man's faith It's not the first time jesus marveled at somebody's face remember the other reading we had a while back where uh the lady wanted uh jesus to heal her daughter and he's like ah it's not right to take the the uh, dog the children's food and throw it to the dogs she was like well us dogs will eat the scraps jesus marvels at people with faith so we got to be people of faith. One of your daily intentions should be to pray for an increase of faith. Pray for an unshakable martyr's faith. By the way, what's the definition of faith? Baltimore Catechism says faith is a divine virtue by which we believe in God and everything he reveals to us through his Catholic Church, the deposit of faith. And faith isn't just the intellectual data in your head, but it's living it. Faith is a verb, it's what you do. Living the deposit of faith. Okay, Baltimore Catechism has taken us to the commandments. starts with the first commandment. Kind of lengthy, the teaching on here. First commandment is the first commandment for a reason, it's important. Question 315 says What is the first commandment? Answer. Have no other gods before me. I am the Lord your God. You shall not have strange gods before me. How does the first commandment help us to keep the great commandment of love of God? The first commandment helps us to keep the great commandment of the love of God because it commands us to adore God alone. How do we adore God? We adore God by faith hope and charity by prayer and sacrifice sacrifice of the mass that's the big adoration there too how may the first commandment be broken answer by giving a creature the honor which belongs to God alone by false worship by attributing to a creature a perfection which belongs to God alone Do those who make use of spells and charms, or who believe in dreams, mediums, spiritists, fortune tellers, and the like, sin against the first commandment? Answer Yes, because they attribute to creatures perfections which belong to God alone. Are sins against faith, hope, and charity also sins against the first commandment? Yes. Sins against faith, hope, and charity are sins against the first commandment. I'm just going to break those three sins down. How does a person sin against faith? A person sins against faith by not trying to know what God has taught, by refusing to believe all that God has taught, by neglecting to profess his belief in what God has taught. How do we fail to try to know what God is taught? We fail to try to know what God is taught by neglecting to learn Christian doctrine, not reading your catechism. Who are they that do not believe all that God is taught? People that don't believe all that God is taught are heretics and infidels. Who are they who neglect to profess their belief in what God is taught? People who neglect to profess their belief in what God has taught are those who fail to acknowledge the true church in which they really believe. Those who fail to profess the faith in the true church in which they believe cannot expect to be saved while in that state. For Jesus has said, Whoever shall deny me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. We are obliged to make open profession of our faith as often as God's honor our neighbor's spiritual good or our own requires it whosoever says Jesus shall confess me before men I will also confess him before my father who is in heaven it goes on to hope what are the sins against hope the sins against hope are presumption and despair what is presumption presumption is a rash expectation of salvation without making the proper use of the necessary means to obtain it so for example somebody would be presumptuous they'd be guilty of presumption if they were like well I got mortal sin but I'm not going to take it into the confessional because uh, that's just the old-fashioned way to do things and Jesus will just forgive me anyway they're not making means of the nece- they're not making use of the necessary means that Jesus has provided for salvation what is despair? despair is the loss of hope in God's mercy it's not asking for forgiveness basically despair how do we sin against the love of God? this is the final question how do we sin against charity? faith, open charity. how do we sin against the charity? love of God. we sin against charity by all sin but particularly by mortal sin.